0: Lions fans, this is the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where the Kool Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions Podcast.
1: Detroit Lions and Reddit Connection. And now,
0: two guys who always podcast
1: pants-free,
0: Chris and the Riz. Hey, Idaho Lions fans, welcome to the Detroit Lions Podcast, episode 353. (laughs) This is the official Detroit Lions Podcast for Reddit. I am your dashing host, Chris, and with us is the ever-efficacious... And wonderful, ready for opening day, Jeff the Riz Rizden. How you doing, brother? Efficacious. Is I what am, I came up with today.
1: That, that that that's a that's a that's a big time Scrabble word right there.
0: <laughs> you make us I, all feel good.
1: <laughs> I am ready for football. Oh, it's coming, Chris. It it's almost here. It's almost here. It's been Fine. so freaking long. I'm ready. Oh,
0: I mean, we really should have done our job, our, our show, about buddy twenty tonight, right? I mean, we 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 <laughs> we'd have gotten windfall ratings. <laughs> Right, we got a lot to talk about, and we got to get it done before the game tonight. We're getting you guys pumped up, ready to go. It is game day. There's a lot of news. There's breaking news today that you need to cover as well that we'll talk to you guys about, and we'll get you going on all of that. Uh, we got Decker missing practice. That's some big news. We got some ugly rumors swirling around DeAndre Swift today. I don't know if this is a second round curse, but we'll talk about it. Um, side note Tony Ortiz is back tomorrow night. We have our game preview weekly on Fridays with Tony. Yes talk a little bit about that we've got six benchmarks for success for the lions this year and we got a whole lot more we got a great show lined up riz are you ready to go brother let's do it
1: let's kick this off and break it down
0: all right we kicked it off we're gonna break it down first and foremost my friend we've crossed the desert we've made it across the I don't know the rest of the story. If that's where the tablets were, or there's burning bushes, I don't know whatever happened. But we made it across the desert. I made it through the rain. Some Barry Manilow for you. Uh, We got this one. Touching me, touching you. Okay, still around.
1: Case is Neil Diamond. I love it.
0: Um. Yeah, it's opening day. It's exciting time. Kickoff here in uh, two and a half hours from right now uh lions on sunday but it's been a long long haul with no real football that counts yet here we are buddy we made it thank you so much for helping carry us the fans and everybody through this off season.
1: i am so ready to write about actual games instead of speculating about what might happen Ugh. um from from a media perspective on a day-to-day basis it's really tough when they're not doing anything <laughs> it's nice that they're actually going to be doing things now. Yeah. That makes me very happy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And now becomes the excoriation of our predictions and everything we wrote about and talked about when nothing was happening, based on what actually happens. <laughs> this is the payoff for all the hard work of the dry season. This is where yeah, gonna, this, you know.
1: this is this is where everything gets thrown out the window quickly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, hey everybody, we're doing our thing. Uh, hey Carter, uh, I wish I could see you in Detroit. I would love to be there. I've, I've, I've put my. Uh, you'll love this. I've put my tickets this year down on the LA game, and I'm going to a Florida game um, in November.
1: You're going to a Gator game. Yeah, huh?
0: I'm going to go see them Gators. Um, we got a, a campus visit for my son, so we'll see how that goes.
1: Ah.
0: go see if we can see Tori's old classroom. <laughs> All right, there you go. Let's see. We got opening day. A lot of fun there. Let's talk about Lions news. Taylor Decker is the first thing on the docket. Um, this is this is he mispracticed today. It's an mispractice, injured,
1: mispractice Wednesday and Thursday.
0: Injured finger coming up. And I don't know if you heard this Riz. I got some information that he likely oh. may not play. Like it's not sure. just a, an injury that he's going to fight through. He may not but, play.
1: There are there are definitely whispers that he will not play. Um, and for everything that I've heard um, from the team and from people who are there off the record, are that he will be a legit game time decision. That they won't know until Sunday morning when whenever I think they have to have the inactives in by I think it's eleven thirty. Yeah. They won't know until eleven fifteen if he's going to go or not. Now they they might be saying that, but I, I think they probably have a pretty good idea. But uh, that's that that's a that's a suboptimal situation losing your your standout left tackle when you got a bosa brother <laughs> coming to town um and, and a very good well we assume that the, the 49ers defense if they're healthy will be good because they got a ton of draft capital especially on their front yep. not having your offensive line at full strength uh especially with the depth that the lions have or don't have is it, really not good
0: now we've got an you know a a first round rookie that we can put in plug in at left tackle doesn't matter he's been training at right tackle all year it's fine we'll just move him over
1: so this is something that that um and and i'm i'm happy that most of the people that i've interacted with on twitter and i actually did uh in studio spot today on 96 one in grand rapids and you'll be hearing a lot more of me on 96 one in grand rapids and the huge network um thanks to bill Simonson, by the way um for uh, reaching out and uh and picking me up, I, I appreciate that very much. But uh, the concept of moving Panay Sewell to left tackle is a wretched, wretched, wretched idea. It's bad. The only way you would do that is if Decker's going to miss multiple weeks. We're talking like six or more weeks. It's a finger injury. You can play with a club on. You can club to do like a baby seal out there. And, and if he misses a week, I, I, don't, I can't imagine it being... Unless they're like amputating it, or he's got some like gangrenous infection, I can't I can't fathom him being out more than a week with a finger. You don't mess with Sewell. He's already his head spinning. He's got he's got Eric Armstead to deal with that. That's not an easy draw for him on the first time. He's trying so hard to learn the right side. You don't move him back to the left. Uh, it, it doesn't make any sense at all. Um, Matt Nelson is your backup tackle. He's your swing tackle. He will play left tackle. In a pinch, the only other option is to move Halepula Vadi Vaitai to left tackle. He has played there before, mm-hmm. played there for Philadelphia in their Super Bowl season. He started a few games there. Doesn't mean he was good at it, but he at least has some experience there. And then you would slide Nelson or Logan Stenberg in at right guard. There's not a good answer there, Chris. This is this is like a worst
0: case scenario, isn't it? I mean, we talked it's about this is good. like one of the weakest depth positions on the roster. You think Jerry Jacobs yeah. can play left tackle? Uh, <laughs> I, I, if
1: you asked him to, I'm sure he would he try. Will, he would absolutely go out there and try to and do it. He, he,
0: no, he would so, be in that so, book like crazy.
1: <laughs> so what you do? You, you you plug a hole at left tackle. You don't create a hole at right tackle because Panay doesn't know left tackle. He he's he knows this offense. As right-handed, he doesn't know it from left-handed. Mm-hmm. So you don't you don't fool with that, especially with the 49ers in town. So you what you do, you you play Matt Nelson, you move Vitai out there, and you put you know Stenberg or, or Nelson in at right guard, and you play the hell out of Darren Fells as an inline tight end to help. You've had um, enough hey, of that shit. Yeah, <laughs> and absolutely, goes.
0: and he has some good blocking from your from your running backs, right? I mean, that's one of the things we've got. We've got a lot of. We don't have a whole lot of offensive line help right but right. you can put a couple people in you can give those people help and then you can give them a little bit in the backfield as well that changes the way the ball movement happens though right, right. and we'll talk you're, about you're, that in a little yeah. bit what one of the the secrets to success is and measurements for the season but um to make up for this week you're going to have to give a lot of help on that side especially as you said with uh, Boozer Bosa coming in uh,
1: that Bosa brothers can play. Um, I, I can't keep track of which this is Nick Bosa. It's with Boozer. the 49ers. I, Just, I, just I call him Boozer.
0: That. Boozer Bosa. Yeah. That's it. You're good. <laughs> yeah.
1: And the other thing, you know, they're a bit of an unknown on defense. Their, their defensive coordinator, Robert Sala, is now the Jets head coach. Right. Their new defensive coordinator is D'Amico Ryans. D'Amico Ryans was the guy that I prayed that Matt Patricia would hire as his defensive coordinator back in 2018. That didn't happen. He is a Patriots Parcells um uh romeo cornell a guy mm-hmm. um from his time in houston that that's where he cut his coaching teeth too so i expect to see a little bit more of that kind of defense the sort of you know it's not necessarily a zone blitz but yeah. but over overload blitzes um things like that things where they will could be they, a little bit a little less aggressive than than what we're used to from san francisco
0: could they break so. down as bad as the lions did yeah <laughs> It, could, could it, they get the cornell curse on defense like we got
1: god i, I hope not i uh, for for their sake i mean for I our sake so. absolutely please make, make them have growing pains that would be wonderful <laughs> uh, i i, I like D'Amico Ryan's a lot uh, i feel very similarly about him as i do about aaron glenn this is a guy who's going to be a head coach sooner than later um uh, he's a rising star and i i Um, I'm glad we're uh, in a way I'm glad we're catching them early, although they're healthy now. Yeah. Um, That's the thing with San Francisco. They rely on so many dudes who are hurt dudes, but none of them are hurt right now. That's, that's bad, bad time on the schedule. If you play these guys in week nine, half that team will be gone. They were last year. More than that. They had, I, I looked it up. They had four instances last year where they signed a guy on Thursday and started him on Sunday on defense. Man, man oh man oh man <laughs> they're not doing that this week <laughs> no
0: no well we'll see there's a whole quarter of football for us to play before they can <laughs> we'll see how that goes i don't know i don't want to yeah. wish that on anybody let me ask you okay so taylor decker possibly a lot of lot of risk Possible. but there's a lot of um it, you know it,
1: it, it, from, from everything i've heard it's a true game time decision uh, and they are working on their contingency plans
0: yep 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 um, okay, before we move on, I want to go back to the opening day excitement really quick, just because I, I want to ask, you know, get a temperature check on right, you here. Right. You got a choice between the Cowboys and the Bucks tonight, right? Normally, if this game was on, I'd be I'd be like anti Cowboys, especially. I mean, I live in Tampa, right? It was fun to see the whole thing, but this would this is kind of a game. I don't know. Even a couple years ago, I would just kind of just sit and enjoy opening day and enjoy the fact mm-hmm. that we have football. Where are you at? I mean, we got to see hard knocks. You get to get a little closer to a team, and then the guys playing. Where are you at tonight? Who who do you want to see win, and then who do you think is going to win?
1: I like to see the Buccaneers win. I like I like them to validate their title. I like them to come out wide open. I, I look, there's a lot of great storylines with Dallas. I think, excuse me, I think the Dak Prescott redemption line and comeback line is an awesome story. I'm I, I'm rooting for him. I like Dak. Yeah. I, I always have. I, I think he's a very good quarterback, and I think that he gets crapped on um, by the, the pressure that he's put under in Dallas. But they're missing Zach Martin. Um, we just talked about the Lions missing their best off uh, – probably their best offensive line. Frank yeah. Ragnow will be there. He's better. Yeah. But well. Zach Martin is their best offensive lineman. He blocks Vita Vea or Andamakan Sue. They don't have depth either. <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs>
0: Is that uh, um is that one guy from Mexico? Is he Isaac? Is he coming up?
1: He, he very well could be.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. going to be interesting. You talk about taking hard knocks to the next level, yeah. right? Game one, he's got to step up and play. That was a great story. His was a great story. I loved seeing it.
1: it. it, it it's it's cool to see, you know. I but I, I I got the Bucks big tonight. I I think I think Brady's going to show out. I think he wants to show that they're not they're not sleeping on anything. They're not resting on it. Mm-hmm. That's where I think Brady's experience coming from New England sets the tone for them that they're not going to like, like they're going to try to win every game. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, and I mean, and and they brought out every starter back
0: and Bruce um, Arians not, will try to win every game.
1: He's not going to say Bruce is all, all gas, no brakes, baby. That's, <laughs> that, that, that's what endears him to his team. Uh, the other thing is that Dallas's defense was almost as bad as Detroit's last year. That gets lost in the Cowboys shuffle. Um, they actually had a lower pass past rush success rate than the lions if i remember that correctly yep. if not they were they were right down there
0: hence they i mean the way the reason kamara made the team going back to the the storylines on uh, yeah. on hard knocks that's a guy that you would not expect to make the team uh, yeah. in in 16 of the defenses of the teams in the league he would not be on the team he would not even make it and the fact that he is on the team uh, don't wish the guy any ill will i have no hatred or you know any anything against him I just don't think he'd make the team in a number. Seeing how he played in a number of teams in the NFL.
1: Yeah, I. I mean, I, so I, I'm looking forward to it. I will actually. So as you know, we talked about it before once in on the air here. I'm a huge tennis fan. You yeah. women U.S. Open women semis are tonight. Elbow. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I, I do actually. Um, I've, I've had it drained a couple of times. Believe it or not, um, I, I played tennis. Or- uh, <laughs>
0: Ah! I can't I cannot. You know me. I'm
1: sorry. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm I'm a big tennis fan. I've been watching it. I actually stayed up way too late last night watching Jokovic win. Um because he loses the first and then he wins the next three and sucks your soul out. Um that that's what he does. <laughs> Um, I, I'm captivated by it. So I, I'm I'm bleary eyed, tired from watching way too much freaking tennis the past week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. All right. Uh, so there you go. I'm all about the Bucks tonight, and it's not just because of the Tampa thing. I mean, you're right. I, I've always been a Tom Brady guy. Watching him get a chance from when he came out of Michigan, of course, that everyone knows he was number six. All that. Love Tom Brady. You've heard me, me say it millions of times on the show. Every 14 year old boy's dream. Marry a supermodel, no. win the Super Bowl, be the star quarterback that everyone knows. I mean, it's all the things you wanted when your hormones were firing the hardest, right? I mean, that's like, <laughs> that's like the dream. He's even got great hair. Yeah. Where did that come from? Oh man, the yeah, teeth, the whole thing. So anyway, yeah, no. Besides that, you know, you, you want to maybe you want the guy on top to get shot, but I, I like Tom Brady. I like what he brings to the game. I like how he plays the game. I like how he thinks the game.
1: I like the fun
0: he has around it too. Um, yes. th- and, and, and he's been
1: having a lot of fun this summer it is, and it's it, very endearing it, to it, even it, people that don't like him so much it's
0: a, I, I'm waiting for him to walk through the front door by mistake any day <laughs> <laughs> uh, no good stuff good stuff I'm uh, I'd love yeah. to see Tampa do it again um, it yeah. was a good time so all right yeah. let's let's get in. there was this article by I keep screwing up this guy's name it it's Reston. I don't know, maybe it's, it's it's it's. I don't know, some guy on the Lion's Wire, um, you can read it below Jeff there, I think uh, I see that name, I don't know what it is, but he wrote this there. great article about six benchmarks for Lion success in 2021, and I want to talk about those because there's a lot of really, really good stuff there, but I do want to do it after I do one thing really quick. And that's really talk, quick talk about cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com use coupon code lions get 55% off cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com pain anxiety insomnia mm-hmm. it will help you with all of those stay away from the delta 8 or delta 10 if you got to pass a drug test because they're going to get you high <laughs> straight up love them they're great only eat one the rest of the stuff one greg is cool. one <laughs> cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com look yourself up use keyword or coupon code lions for fifty five percent off. All right, six benchmarks. This was a great article, Riz. I really, really like this you. because this is a great look at not, not not just ahead of time to say these are the things we're looking for, but at the end of the season to go back and took take take measurements, see you know how full is the test tube, where where is a great graduated at. Yeah, now my my brain's messed up. Uh, you got the big graduated. One that's it. Sometimes. Where it is on the big where it is the graduated? At, and then we'll take a look at uh you know how how full or or empty this this uh, beaker is with Lions Kool Aid. Um, the first one, and this is really interesting. This is a conversation that, that's that's had a couple different ways over the uh, the course of the the off season, if you will. But learning if Jared Goff is the long term answer at quarterback. Go into this a little yeah. bit, Riz, because I, I like how you how you put this together, and I like how you uh, you represented it. But I want to I want to talk a little further about
1: it. Yeah. Um, so um, you can read this at at Lions Wire, and this is something that I came together because uh, you guys know anybody who's watched this, anybody who's listened to the podcast understands. I have pretty low expectations for the win loss total, but there are ways that this team can still win and succeed outside of wins and losses. Um, and I, I, wrote, I wrote six of them down, and I, I, I spent a lot of time writing this over several days, so I'm watching a lot of tennis while I was doing it. Uh, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Um, but, but the first one that came up is the first one here. The work the forehand. A, yeah, oh, sorry. And, and the backhand. <laughs> Got the overhead smash, too, baby. Um, uh, is if Jared Goff is the long-term starter, and that's something that they need to learn this year. Um, and I, I will actually read the final paragraph for it because I think it sums it up pretty well. The one thing the Lions cannot have is ambiguity on golf after 2021. Either he steps up and he proves he's the man for the long haul, or he falters and Holmes knows he must acquire a golf replacement next offseason. Either yay or nay is fine. There just cannot be an abstention on the golf vote decision. And I absolutely believe that the, this year. Look, we talked about it before the wide receivers. Do they help him judge him? Maybe not. Maybe it does. If he, if he looks good with this receiving core, hell yeah, you keep him. And that, that could happen. Do I expect that to happen? Probably not. But it could. It absolutely could. And I, I wouldn't rain on anybody's parade to fix that it can. But they have to go into next offseason with the draft capital that they have, understanding that Jared Goff is either there for one more year or he's there for five more years. They can't draw that out. You can't go into that 2022 to 2023 offseason when you got all these – that, prime. that's Ragnow's prime. That's Hawkinson's prime. Decker's still here. The defensive guys, the the young up and comers. This is that's their time. After that, you got to start paying those guys. You got to know if you got to get a rookie on the payroll, or if you got to go out and get another vet to replace Golf, whatever it is, or you pay him to stay. They got to learn that this year. Yeah. I, I'm I'm very insistent upon that. Uh,
0: that. That that's absolutely fair. Now, what about and this is the thing that we 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 talk about, and the thing that you know everyone kind of bangs on and it's 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 a fair point what about the tar the the uh the people at the other end of the ball it's so hard i agree he it either is, has to is. succeed or he doesn't but if you're looking at williams and the rest of the crew you know <laughs> what what if right what if that's the problem how do you what or 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 they they catch half the balls it's not like yeah, I guess. So let me break it, down, break it down a little bit. It's not like golf doesn't throw a catchable ball. If the ball is bouncing off their hands, it's not a golf problem. Right. But we Correct. have to start really getting into the details about the missed catches here if we're going to make a yay or nay decision on on golf. And I I believe 100% that we need to make a yay or nay decision. I, I agree with you completely on this but I'm just not sure how you can do it effectively with so, this so group I, of
1: people. I, I think one of the, there's a few things that you can look at. You can look at his leadership. Do the, do the guys that are around respond to him thus far? The answer to that is hell yeah, they do. They voted him captain. Um, They, they like, they like what they see from Jared Goff in the locker room and on the practice field. Right. Um, and that, that, that's obvious from being an Allen Park. You saw it the, the, the days you were at training camp. He has a presence to him It's not Matthew Stafford. It's a different type. And it seems to play well with the guys on this team right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's that's a feather in his cap. Is he making the correct decisions? Is he making the right reads? Is he understanding the offense? These are things that you can, aside from the, the physical act of throwing the ball and the receivers catching it, is he making the decisions on time? Is he making the right decisions in the right situations? Those are the things, if he is, that, then, then it looks it's looking a lot better. If he's not, then it's going to be pretty clear what. No matter who the receivers are, that it's not going to work.
0: Can I? Um, if Golf yeah. looks good, if Goff is the guy, Brad Holmes is going to look like the freaking professor oh on Gilligan's Island. Yeah, right. I mean, he's got a, yes. a coconut radio working right now. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Look, that's the upside. If Golf works, everyone is going to be fully oh believing God. in this team. Right, hundred percent, and,
1: and that's the roll of the dice with, with that. That Brad Holmes has done. If if it works with Goff, they got four first round picks that they don't have to spend one of them on a quarterback. Yep, yep. That, now, that's that's a and that's an alpha dog wide receiver. That's an alpha dog safety. That's a bull mm-hmm. pass rusher, and that's you know an offensive lineman to a, fill a, in somewhere or, or another wide receiver, second or,
0: round running back hey let's
1: hope not oh please. Sorry
0: that i could slide it in on you <laughs> better than a seventh
1: rounder I, I would rather have a second round running back than a seventh rounder how's that okay that's fair that's i'll, go, fair. I'll that's give fair. you that one
0: <laughs> i thought i could slide We've had you. that
1: conversation in the patreon slack several times um i there are very few things i hate in the world more than the steve miller band and one of them is a seventh round running back
0: <laughs> i almost brought up the steve miller band when we we're talking about our our pine knob stuff freaking hate speaking TV, of I mean, if, if
1: you're looking for if, good if, retro
0: detroit shirts hey detroit lines podcast.com slash store there's a sweet detroit shirt i got going on right now yeah. I,
1: you were rocking the bablo island one in your uh your uh cocktail video, i love it um, i love that shirt yeah. dude
0: i really really do i genuinely love the shit out of that shirt it's it's a good fit and and it's so it's just it's it's so okay. fucking retro cool i love it i absolutely love it and uh <laughs> Yeah, got some good Great. compliments on it. So anyway, you know yeah, how to get those. Yeah, that's
1: nice and sharp. <laughs> All right, so
0: so Jared Goff, yes or no, this whole kind of purgatory with him is a would be an absolute curse. I want to remind right. folks about one more thing about Jared Goff though. We didn't trade for him. Brad Holmes didn't go out and get his guy. Matthew Stafford said to the team before the GM was hired that he wants that's a trade. Right. Matthew Stafford was not going to play for this team. We got the very, very best value I think possible out of the NFL for Matthew Stafford. Those two first-round picks give us all kinds of leeway and ability to make deals and do things that we otherwise were unable to do and otherwise could not have have made happen. The deal that he made when given a very... Terrible, untenable situation. I gotta give Holmes a lot of credit still. And I don't want to lose that narrative because a lot of people are already starting to say, well, we traded Matthew Stafford for No, no, no. Matthew Stafford was gone. He was already gone. He was not going to play for this team. If you want to see a, a crazy situation like that, go look at, well, minus the rape <laughs> down in Houston. See you see what that situation would look like. It would have been a mess.
1: <laughs> you have you have what Miami had in Ryan Tannehill a couple of years ago um, yeah. when when they opted to roll with Fitzmagic um, before he went to where, where he's everywhere. Yeah. Um, he goes. He's everywhere played now. for
0: every team except Detroit.
1: It seems that way. <laughs> he, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> if, if he rides Washington this year, if he doesn't ride <laughs> out into the sunset. And By the way, I think Washington's going to be really, really good. Uh, I think they're going to win a playoff game this year. Uh, I wouldn't surprise me if he uh, if he hangs it up because he's getting old and he's he's a legend. Yeah. He, he he is one of those guys like it's it's really hard not to root for that guy. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> he's he's the guy that made the most out of the least. I really believe. Hell, I really hell believe yeah, that.
1: love guys like that.
0: All right, so we got Jared Goff. We cleaned him out. We we straightened the the <laughs> the world on that one. And thanks, Chris. You're you're always out there for us. Go ahead and hit that like button guys subscribe hit the bell all that stuff we got a lot of stuff coming we got four shows a week on the on here right now we've got the uh daily pod or the weekly podcast with riz and i we've got the friday show the game preview with tony ortiz from wwj radio in detroit he'll be on there he's an absolute professional i'm he's so, so glad great. you
1: got tony back yeah. that's awesome yeah i love yeah. that guy popular demand
0: love that guy. yeah he's the best he's he's a genuinely awesome human being. Yes. on top of being awesome at his job right and that's such yes. a rare find we got the sunday post game show and we got your weekly cocktails which this week was the the resurrection which by the way right now the winning name for you is the riz erection
1: just so you know jeff <laughs> so i i saw the comments on that and uh i don't mind <laughs> <laughs> great
0: great blue drink if you're looking for some fun you guys uh join in and have and uh Make one up. We'll have we'll have a, announce a winner of the name contest and have a drink together on Sunday with that. Uh, Loretto, I feel so bad. How bad are the Ravens going to be? They can't can't catch a break with running backs. Yeah, that's that's another ACL today, right? Oh my god. Oof, that's um, that's uh, so
1: so the the native Clevelander in me does not mind, but uh, I I do like John Harbaugh a lot. I, I respect the hell out of the Ravens organization, and it sucks when they're not like the old Rick Flair thing to be the man, you got to beat the man. <laughs> and if, if the man is, you know, the weird thing with Ric Flair, Rick Flair and my mom were born on the exact same day. So I see him as like this older guy. <laughs> I've never like bought into the mystique. I'm like, he's old. You know? um, <laughs> um, um, but you know, you, you want to beat the guy at full strength. You don't want to, you don't want to take advantage of like, like to go to the Browns again they beat pittsburgh last year when ben roethlisberger was washed um y- y- y'all saw it yeah that first snap over his head he didn't even think about going to recover that ball it's like forget this <laughs> can i can i go home now um and the fact that he's back this year um behind that offensive line oosh. can i yeah I,
0: can um, i make a little contrarian push against that and beat the men and be, sure. like I'll, I'll just use green bay because they're an excellent you know um, um specimen here ftp um I want to beat them no matter what. If if I lose yeah. to them when Aaron Rodgers is hurt, I'm going to be angrier. <laughs> I want to beat them at their best. I want to beat them at their worst. I just want to beat the damn Packers. Period. Yeah. You beat them at their best. Hey, great. They're they're not at their best. Oh well, sucks to be you. Move on. I beat you. Right. That that's kind of where my head's at. So I I, oh, I get so it. I, I get the I, I get the sentiment. But but if they're not at their worst,
1: I want to beat them even worse. I wrote their best. I want to yeah, be yeah, even worse. Yeah, I, mean, I get that. You don't. You don't. You don't want another Matt Flynn game, which I still have to watch. Um, we're, we're, we got to make that happen when we do the telethon.
0: Dude, oh, Tori is going to be mad if we have to wait a whole year for that. <laughs> we need to. We need to do a live stream of maybe it's at the telethon. I don't know. That we we'll, we'll figure
1: something yeah. out on that because um, my my house, thank God, is finally coming together. Um, we have a basement floor and now. My kids have moved completely back into their rooms. Uh, we almost have a driveway now um we had to have that taken out because our sump pump was blocked um because the idiot who designed our house put our sump pump exit under our driveway good job dude <laughs> uh, that passcode i don't know um but uh the only thing we do, we, we do not have a bathroom sink downstairs in our downstairs bathroom which is like like i live pretty much down there i'm, mm-hmm. I, I'm actually in my bedroom right now which is upstairs um where well, that's i normally where you pee hang when out. it's full
0: right when someone's using the bed ba- you go and you use the sink i know Hey,
1: man, if you're going to if you're going to leave a double decker, you got to have a, deck, a second deck. It's you know? Joe uh, Lewis
0: sinks <laughs> in space.
1: Oh <laughs> no, So we have we have this you know, they, they salvaged our old like custom made marble countertop. We had we had custom made things. My kids are tall. We're tall. So we had everything raised up like the shower in our downstairs bathroom is seven and a half feet tall. My kid's six, nine, right, um, right. You need that. You can't have that six foot shower. It's yep, like, it's yep. like right here. So um, it's coming together. We will get that. I, I finally have the TV. We bought the TV stand uh, the other night um, after we did the show, actually, uh, or after I did the Q and a and I went out and got it. So I have a TV downstairs now where I can actually watch things. And I'm very happy about that. And I will try to get to that hopefully soon. Um, my, my schedule goes kablooey when the season starts so. yeah yeah no
0: I, I mean i can't i can't imagine because i'm i'm only six one and i hate normal size counters and normal size stuff i can't imagine what life for the risen yeah
1: he's like the, you're uh, all... the, raising the counters up an extra four inches um it was a little tough on our daughter at first sure. um because um, she just turned 13 yesterday she was younger but y-
0: the yeah. whole, just so you guys know the risden family climbs a beanstalk to get into their house just so you know
1: <laughs> We uh, so um, I, I'm six foot five, and both my wife and my son have longer legs than I do. <laughs> That's my house.
0: <laughs> I'm six one, my wife's 5'11, and my son is six three six two and they both have longer legs than I do, too. It's, yeah, do you it's feel weird. like I'm, uh, deformed? I'd rather get into the
1: back seat, man. I don't like
0: that. To... <laughs> All right, let's let's get it, let's get into <laughs> let's football. Get back football. <laughs> All right. Producing a positive turnover ratio. This is the next thing you had. I loved this. Yes, I loved this. I absolutely loved this. This was when you put these. I mean, I hated the numbers, but when you put these yeah. numbers up there, Riz minus nine in twenty twenty, minus five in twenty nineteen, minus five in twenty eighteen, and then in the in three seasons, we've got twenty one total interceptions. No other team has less than twenty five. Riz. That's right. This is why there were so much rope sold and toasters and hot tubs in Detroit in the last couple of years. This
1: was horrific. This They didn't they didn't try to create takeaways. I, I know Matt Patricia had the little drills where they would try to punch the ball out. That That's nice.
0: It worked for a preseason.
1: <sighs> it's. This this was so – so I will, I will go to another team that I'm near and dear with, the Houston Texans. Yep, yep. Back before they got J.J. Watt, they were a, a solid defense. They had some talent, but they didn't create takeaways. And then they got Glover Quinn. They got Jonathan Joseph going into his prime. They got some dudes that could take the ball back, and it flipped like that. And they went from being a 6-10, and 7-9 team that was way too reliant on a passing offense – into a defense that could kick your ass and win a game or two with a takeaway. Yep. When yep. was the last time the Lions had that? 2017. When was the last time they didn't have Matt Patricia? 2017. I'm really hopeful that this one comes together. That they're at least even <sighs> more positive in takeaways. Now there's a flip side to this too. The the, the negative side, you can't turn the ball over a lot. That's something that you have to watch with Jared Goff because one of the reasons that McVay got rid of him was because he wasn't making the right decisions and was putting the ball at risk too much, which, par? how's he going to like Matthew Stafford throwing into triple coverage? I I, I can't reconcile that. That, that. That's his problem. That's the Rams problem. That's not our problem anymore. Uh, I I am hopeful that the ball control, that, that DeAndre Swift doesn't fumble, that the Jamal Williams doesn't lose a fumble. Um, and they're they're fairly sure-handed guys. I, I'm hopeful that Goff can keep the interceptions under 10. And I'm hopeful that the defense can pick off a pass a game. That's 17. That's not asking that much. That, that that's a little bit above the league average, but it's 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 certainly attainable with the talent that they have and the scheme that they have. And that is something if they're getting the takeaways on defense, that means that the pass rush is working. That means that they're they're getting the ball. They're being aggressive and swarming to the ball. They're attacking. That's something that we haven't seen. That's something that I want to see. That means that Aaron Glenn is doing his freaking job and they're getting things done and making things happen. That's exactly what we want.
0: Defense is absolutely key here. And, and, and I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to make anyone pour out their Kool-Aid here, right? <laughs> but just so you know, Goff with the with the um Rams against the Niners went 3 and 5 he and did. he had a TD to interception ratio of 14 to 6. 14 yeah. TDs. Yeah. 6.
1: And, and his, six. his QB rating was also like 88.5 and his career pass rating I think is like 92 something. Yep. Um but but his his completion percentage also against the 49ers um I think his career completion percentage is sixty-four and change, and yeah. I think against the 49ers it's like fifty-eight and change. Yeah. yeah. So he, he's not played well against San Francisco. No,
0: but now he's got a Lions group he has got He's gotta he's gonna rock this out. Um well
1: if if, if, hey, if Taylor Decker is there, in theory, this is the best offensive line he's ever had.
0: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And even without him, it may be an upgrade. <laughs> it may be an upgrade.
1: And we haven't from, talk- from, from last year, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. we haven't talked a whole lot about the Lions defense here. Um, and I want to say we're saving it for tomorrow, but the Lions defense is really a, one of the keys of the game, I think, for the Lions. Uh, it's going to really dictate how things go. I think our offense is going to be what we saw in that first preseason game. In where We won a lot of ball control. We won a lot of the ball in our hands for a long time on offense, a lot of plays, long drives. We want them to end in points, but that defense is gonna be is gonna be the key. Trying to get those turnovers, trying to beat some people up and uh and get us get us get us some some love. That's what it's gonna take though. I mean
1: uh some yeah. skulls.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh really quick in the in the chat there's a couple folks I wanna I wanna say hey Please to do. roar the lines uk also uh hey lions on great. the prowl yeah lions on the prowl Wait, I, I, they do a really good guys. job man yeah yeah both both groups roar the lions uk uh detroit lions on the prowl good good guys doing good content it's a space you know the lions the folks are looking for something to listen to man they're dying for good content there's a lot being created out of there and those are two groups that i think are doing really really good stuff uh check them out they're uh, they're good folks and they do good stuff all right all right next item Let's uh, look at that. Do you see me calling the guys out in the chat? I'm I'm
1: just I'm working the whole the whole you're, thing. Here, you're a man, man of the people, Chris. I love it.
0: <laughs> I am. Where'd it go? Oh, because right. I'm in the wrong article. OK, next one. Here we go. 2000 rushing yards as a team. <laughs> Sorry, Riz. I, I, <laughs> I got confused all <laughs> in my own head. All right. This is this is another really, really good one. Let's talk about this. 2000 yards as a team and 117 yards is a magic number that I want you to go into because it's it's extremely important in context of the the Lions teams previously yeah. and now.
1: Uh, so last year the league average was 117.2 yards per game on the ground. That that's you know there were teams that's not that that's not the mean, um, which is where there's an equal number of teams above and below. That's the actual average of mm-hmm. like all the all the carries versus all the yards. Um, 117 yards per game per for, for each team. The Lions got ninety three point seven. That was thirtieth. That was bad. <laughs> um,
0: <and sighs> what?
1: That 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 doesn't equate. So th- that's, that's twenty
0: five off the average, the league right. average, right? Yeah,
1: it, it's it's, yeah, it's twenty four yards lower than than average. I think this is an absolutely attainable goal. Um, and this is one of one of the more things where you look back and like, if they don't get this, there's a problem. Because this team is designed to run the ball. They want to run the ball. They have the capability to run the ball on good defense. They will be able to run the ball on San Francisco, even if Decker's not in. I still think that they can absolutely run 20 times for 85 yards. That, that's not 117, but that gets that, you can't have the clunkers in that where you're like, you know, nine carries for 26 yards. Um, which which is something that the lions have done (laughs) recently
0: yeah the the adrian peterson up the middle for nothing while your your young back sits staring waiting for waiting to get his juice it's just not well your sixth round pick from
1: a year before gets cut and then your sixth round pick that year is also cut and then then you play you want to you want to know how bad the the lions are they are doing last year what the texans are doing this year and nobody in the world thinks the texans have a clue what the
0: fuck they're
1: doing yeah yes yeah. they and just like Danny amadola why why if you're going to be the worst team in league, you sign a 35 year old slot receiver when you have four other ones already on your roster i have no freaking clue what the the, the Texans are doing i have none and i want to I'm, 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 I'm embarrassed to be affiliated with them to be honest with you
0: i want to i want to be really clear because i've seen in in a couple different places people saying it's patricia's fault this team was bad and they're and they're giving quinn a pass look no. at this roster Look, who's
1: left? Look at the people who, he drafted who decides and then to have the top four. Who decides to have your top four wide receivers all hit free agency at the same freaking time? Do you not have, do you not realize that they're all gonna be free agents? They have to pay somebody to play wide receiver. Then you don't draft any. You keep drafting seventh round running backs, which is why I freaking hate 7th round running backs. Come
0: on. How do you draft and cut so many players? Oh I mean, what our, so our oldest player on the team is it amani or our oh, hmm. in the second <laughs> Oruarie, that was it thank you very much there Pucci. Uh,
1: that really sounded like your cat
0: I, <laughs> that was Wisco found that one and that was absolutely me on draft night half tanked and trying to pronounce yeah, uh,
1: Aman, Amani Orewarie is the senior member of the Lions six man cornerback crew he's 25 he was a fifth round draft pick in 2019 the
0: Guy can't even grow he, a
1: beard he, he, <laughs> he, he's the gray beard and he can't grow a beard <laughs> <laughs> that's uh there, there, there's some uh yeah bob quinn so i i will give quinn a little bit of a pass because glover Quinn or not glover quinn quandary Diggs would still be here if it wasn't for matt patricia 100 percent believe that but some of the other decisions were were certainly on quinn
0: <laughs> yeah 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 you yeah. know no, i i agree i agree i just um you can't let either one of them off the hook. That was just a an absolutely caustic no, no, it, pair. That, it was that bad. It, really it's over. Bad things. It's
1: over. They're gone. Okay. okay New beginning. Um, it so is, so back, back back to the topic um, at hand. You, 117 go. yards per game in 17 games gets you 2,000 yards. There's a, there's a little decimal point that's needed there. But you can it. get, 0.5, you can average, 0.5. yeah, 117.5 yards per game on the ground with this offensive line, with these running backs, yeah, you can do that. And uh, this is one of those where I'm going to be looking, and if they don't, uh, and if they're not even close, then we got real, real problems going forward because this team is built in this vein to be this type of team. And if it's not working now... Uh, it, it, well, that, with Decker's that, out. Decker's out. Bad.
0: Decker's out. I know, I know. <laughs> we need to see we need to see it with Decker. But no, absolutely you're right. And and one thing I want folks to think about, because we haven't really talked about it a whole lot and I haven't heard it talked a lot about, there's a lot of records that are going to be broken and a lot of numbers are going to be higher this year because of seventeen games instead of 16 games, wide receiver numbers, running backs breaking 2000, all kinds of things that used to be milestone kind of numbers are going to mean a little less. So so don't get caught up in that. That yards per game, that that's, actual that's that's, that's, that's the real numbers you want to look at. Those are the ones where you can get real it, it it's it's like when you're talking about cases of, of the the plague going on. Look at the cases per million. Look at the deaths per million. Look at those because that's a real comparator between one state and another. Uh, and then you can understand, you know, yeah. whatever's going on. Yeah. It's that, that ratio yeah. is a real honest number rather than just, wow, everything's right. better this year because yeah. the numbers yeah. are higher. Now I'm talking well, about of football. Course <laughs> <Yeah. Just> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you get a ratio and you'll be better off understanding what's yeah. happening in the league.
1: Can, I, can I, say, I? I got I got the blessed opportunity to interview Barry Sanders earlier this week, um, and I'll be able to publish that tomorrow. Oh. And I asked him about that. I asked him like, is it, "Does it bother you that they're going to 17 and eventually 18 games, and like your your records that you achieved in 16 games are going to go down?" And he thought he he actually was taken aback a backbite. I'm pretty impressed that I asked a good question because I'm not <laughs> technically a good interviewer. And uh, he's like, "I guess it's it's sort of the way that I feel about Jim Brown. Like like he's like Jim Brown's the greatest running back ever." And he did what he did in 12 games and 14 games and i don't hold that against him um he's like you do he actually said you know i do look sor- sort of for you know what they do per game and how consistently they do it um so so from the mouth of of the goat um of, go. of our super bowl era um there there you go
0: <laughs> so Riz, i can't i can't let that go <laughs> i have to i have to squeak <laughs> a little thing out riz was all bragging and he wasn't really, but he <laughs> he was a little I, bit. I, I, I was pretty excited. I'm not gonna lie. I'm um, talking to I was talking to Barry today. Uh, I'm gonna talk to Barry Sanders
1: later. 18-minute uh, 18, 18 Zoom session with Barry Sanders. <clears throat> that was cool. Um Barry was cool. Um I, I enjoyed it. I hope he enjoyed it. Um I'm hopeful that I still have the file on my computer that I saved from Zoom. Uh, because as soon as I was done, Zoom updated. I'm like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> I know that, um, that Barry's, the people that, that set the interview up, did record it. So if, if there, there's a backup out there, thank God. But, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was really cool to talk to Barry uh, and get his, percept- get his perspective on a lot of things Lions. And, you know, yeah. he's, he's fairly diplomatic. He didn't drop any hot takes or anything like that. But it was, it, was, it, was, it was cool. I got a couple nice things out of him that I can use.
0: Absolutely. And, and while you were doing that, thinking you were all cool. I was having a half-hour conversation with...
1: So, yeah, I, so I, te- I text you that, hey, guess who I just talked to? And you're like, well, let me play That's this no- card.
0: <laughs> I spent some time with Herman Moore. <laughs> yes,
1: you did. What a crazy world we live in. What a crazy world. <laughs> I even asked Barry about Herman. I'm like, uh, one of the things that I asked him was like, how does it feel for you to see guys that you played with, the, the Lions legends, Chris Spielman, Herman Moore, Lomas Brown, around the team all day and you know is that important to you and he's like hell yeah it is um, he didn't say hell yeah he's like absolutely I'll, I'll paraphrase him here it's really cool for them to celebrate the time that they had together and a very good team that, that did a lot of very good things um, and that, that they're willing to rub that off on the new team and, and use that as an example uh, barry thought that was really cool and i did too
0: and I'll tell you, just keep those thoughts in mind when it comes to the St. Jude show. You do not want to miss a great show and some really, really amazing content. You guys, that the, that segment alone will be worth the 24-hour broadcast. And you tuning in for 24 and giving all your money to help support St. Jude. Also, just know that um, we extended, in light of everything going on in, in the world today for vets, we extended our donations to Fisher House in Michigan trying to build a VA facility, kind of like a Ronald McDonald house for veterans families in Detroit. There's one in Ann Arbor. The VA in Detroit doesn't have one. They're trying to raise $300,000 and we're doing everything we can to help. If you buy a shirt from our, our uh, website, we've talked about them a little bit, $4 for every shirt sold. We'll go to Fisher House and um, we've been doing some other stuff. I want to call out Floundericious. He's been instrumental. He's he's given a lot of money just out of his pocket trying to do matches and get other people to do donations directly or buy shirts or whatever. Blounder, you're you're a big-hearted person thank you so much for everything that you've done for these guys these guys really really deserve some help there's a lot of extra stress in their life right now based on world events and uh, they, they they need to know that people are behind them so jointlinespodcast.com shirts or I mean sorry slash store go get something if you're interested in getting something back for your money and we'll do the donation or if you want to give direct you can go to give butter as in like churn, like Riz was talking about with the Senate's elbow. givebutter.com slash FHM slash DLP. Givebutter.com slash FHM slash DLP. Let's uh let's do our part. We're almost we're second on the list to raise money uh, for all earners right now in uh, for Charleston, Michigan. So thanks everybody. All right. Uh, Quinn's biggest failure. This is from Loretto in the super chat was Matt Patricia. Woo. Doesn't matter who you draft, if your coach can't develop talent, develop scheme, use players to their talent. I will totally not agree. downplay any Matt Patricia hate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I want to make sure that I, that I got that part like straight. I just don't want people to let Quinn off the hook because he was an Correct. absolute joker himself. So I think that's, that's what he, I
1: saying. He had more redemptive qualities than patricia did Fair but enough. not enough yep yep. <laughs> you've had enough of that shit 100 percent. thank uh, god all right thank god we got campbell and holmes now <laughs> i'm excited i'm excited to watch this team go and, Great and get at it Great and, and i don't expect them to win that's why i wrote the article we're discussing <laughs>
0: <laughs> well but it's not about winning i really don't think it is this year if you saw miami last year that was fun football Miami fans actually enjoyed nope. what was a losing season right and and came out this year I mean they may have gotten to uh, right
1: they're, they're a little chesty right now <laughs>
0: yeah well yeah yeah there you go I I expect yeah. a lot of fun compared to what it has been in the last three years and watching the growth from this year to next year and the next one, ooh, baby it's gonna be great
1: all right I I'm yes I'm excited
0: next item growth in the secondary from week one through week 18 Riz now, so, look, look. Jerry Jacobs top of mind, right? He is the, the, the greatest Detroit Lion to walk the field for this podcast ever. He has been so great to us, and it's been awesome to have him on. He will continue to come on the show and do interviews throughout the season deal. to talk with, through his journey. But we have, as we said, the youth group of Amani <laughs> and the rest of the guys out there on the yeah. field. These are guys that are going to, at times, look bad. And I yes. hate to say that, but they're going to miss. They're going to have mistakes. They're not going to yep. be awesome. But this growth, if you, and I'm going to use this example one more time, Riz, and then I'll hand the mic off to you here. Do we it. talk about Darius Slay and the fact that he was benched in his first year. We have a whole secondary of guys that likely could have been benched in that first year when Darius Slay played under the Schwartz regime. Maybe we'll wind up that way this year. Don't write them off. They are all super young. These are some of the most difficult and athletic positions that you have to play. This is a year of intense learning, uh, trial by fire, and absolute growth. This is the group, I think, Riz, that's going to be the barometer, the thermometer, the magnometer on on how this group of coaches (laughs) develops talent. I think this is really going to be where to watch to see how they do.
1: I agree, and that's why Aubrey Pleasant was such a great hire because he is a wonderful hands-on. He played the position, played it recently. He can go out there and he can demonstrate it physically. We've seen him do it. Um, One of the best things that I got out of training camp this year was he, he would take Will Harris or Tracy Walker or Jeff Okuda or Jerry Jacobs after they screwed up a play and he would he would have the video guys cue it up on the screen, and he would show them both what they did wrong and what they needed to do to do it right. Yep, I never saw that never with the Matt Patricia team. Um, that, that that just wasn't something that they did. That wasn't like like they're, they're just they're just going to grumble at you to get better. Um, it doesn't work that way. You get especially with these kids. These are young. I, I wrote it in here. The only player with more than three seasons of NFL experience is Dean Marlowe. He's your number three safety. That, that's crazy. But, but that also gives you hope for the youth here because your right. guy with experience is number three. Yeah. These are well, good uh, kids that have a lot of upside and growth to do. They do. And, and we saw it. Like, uh, look, I've said it many times. I'm not a Will Harris fan. But dang it, he looked better this summer. And I'm, I'm not without hope for Will Harris to become a functional safety. Oh, my God. It, it is Sir Mix-a-Lot booty thick. It certainly is. <laughs> it's getting thick. <laughs> uh, you know, um, I, I'm a big believer that Tracy Walker is going to bounce back very well. I think Jeff Okuda is due for a much better year. But they are going to have games where they get beat. They're going to have plays like what happened in Pittsburgh where they get smoked and look awful. That's going to happen. Don't give up on them. And that's one of the reasons why I'm excited that the lions did what they did. They didn't keep Nikkel Roby Coleman on the active roster. He's on the practice one. They got rid of corn elder. They don't have a Desmond true font around. They're going with the young guys to see what they've got. And by God, if it works, they could have a legion of boom two coming along. And with they- all the, all the guys hitting their stride at the same time mm-hmm. in the secondary, if it works, they don't have to draft a guy back there for three years. They can they can devote it to wide receiver. They can devote it to building up their offensive line depth. They can get another linebacker that they need. They need they could probably address another running back, probably not in the seventh round, but at some point, they could they could draft a better backup quarterback than Tim Boyle or David Blau. Apologies to Wisco. I know you like G- and you know I like David Blau too. But <laughs> if he if he's your number two, you probably need you probably need a better number too. Um, somebody who could start long-term in a pitch. I think I think we like David Blalow as a guy who can come in and play a quarter, maybe one game. Um, five games? No thanks. Uh, and I say that as a fan. Uh, so there's a lot of other things that they can do if the secondary works. And they're, there's a lot of really good young athletes that have football intelligence and desire to be great. And I will include Will Harris in that.
0: Yep. Yep. He All right.
1: wants it. Couple but- things. Couple things. I got. It, I got. It, I got him. First, right.
0: John. Thank you so much for the sub. Appreciate that, man. Second, the thing that the, the other part the, to the yes and to what you've said about the secondary and the youth is yeah. they're growing together. Yes. Communication is so important in the secondary of a football team. All these young guys. You don't have the old guy that's going to be there for a year and then pawn off, and you've got to learn to communicate with someone. Not only are they growing and learning, they're doing it together. There be. It's, if you remember the Russian Five, if you want to go, if you use a hockey example, yeah. Yeah. they worked yeah. well together. Why? Because they worked well together and they played together for so long. These guys...
1: They, they, had, are, that, they had that un, unwritten, un, just acknowledged communication where they could just look and they know. Almost ESP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're seeing
0: yeah. that with these guys. These guys are growing in the very much the same way. They're making mistakes together. They're covering each other's mistakes. They know their strengths, their weaknesses. Mm-hmm. They know how to communicate. This, or they will know, right? And this is yeah. Really, really a great, great way to put potential not just potential on the field, but to see guys, as you said, kind of grow into that legion of boom. This is something yeah, that's so going to be so yeah. much fun to watch. Yeah. The other so, piece that I want to talk about is Tracy Walker. Sorry, yeah, we oh, we talk sure. about we, we and we've talked about how bad he was last year. We talk about how much hope we have for him this year. That's a huge question mark, it really is. It is. What Tracy Walker are we going to see on the field this year if we see? The next step from the Tracy Walker that was there two years ago, oh man, oh man, we got we've got a great safety stand in there. We've got a great safety stand in there. If we see a decline or a flat line on Tracy Walker, we know we've got we've got some issues and we've got to do yeah. some work. But this is a huge question mark, and I think it's a, it's kind of a, one of those centerpiece players that we've really got to watch. It's going to be indicative of how effective the secondary is this year.
1: Totally agree on that. And again, they're going to starting against a Kyle Shanahan offense is a really bad place to start a young secondary, but I'm sure you and Tony are going to talk about this. They have little wrinkles built into every play and they can run so many plays out of the exact same offensive look with all this inexperienced all these guys in play that that's tough man that that's a really tall order for a young secondary yeah. in week 1 in a new scheme and a new system yeah. um yep. and that that's one of the reasons why um even though i i, I did pick the 49 i did pick the Lions to win um, the more I think about it, I could also see San Francisco winning like 35 to 10. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: no, it, But that's the thing. It's week one. This is the best time right. to see this team. On one hand, hey. you want to see them later when they're injured potentially or likely. But the reality is, is week one is such an absolute toss up, especially now with a three game preseason, right? It's oh. this is this is a, a coin toss and we're at home. So I, I, I love that idea. I I'd give I us as much lost. a chance as this game in this game against the 49ers as I, any other week what? we would have played
1: him. One of the things that, that Huge and I talked about on the radio today was I don't think people understand how much of a release it's going to be for those fans to be inside Ford Field after all we have not experienced in life. Um, I will tell you, I went to, I went to our, my, my kids, my kids go to Zealand East High School. My son's a sophomore. My daughter's a seventh grade. Um, we went and saw them play Spring Lake last week. Spring Lake kicked our ass but the release of just, that was the first time I'd been to a football game with people there in a long time it and fe- it was it was awesome it was- just like that just like wow so- <laughs> like like see seeing and like like the fans from both sides were into it i mean we, we were down I think it was 35 to nothing at one point and like we were still like like cheering them on it, it, you know, it's, you know, some of that's the fact that I know these kids. I mean, my, they're my son's friends, but at, at the same time, it was like, it's great to be watching football. We're, oh, uh, yes. we can yell, we can scream, I can I can I can turn around and high five somebody. <laughs> I can you know I can do whatever I want to do. you know I can it, it was great. it was it was great eating stadium food again. Chris, it was so nice,
0: I I've never um, been so happy to pay ten dollars for a hot dog in my life. <laughs> now, now,
1: you're gonna put 55,000 people there just like that in, in Ford Field, watching Dan Campbell, uh, his Ooh. inspiration,
0: who's begging people to get off the hook. Yes, right? oh, yes. oh man, oh it, man,
1: it's gonna be unreal there someday.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I got homes going tonight. Love it. Uh,
1: really quick, I, I, oh, I wish I could be there for that, honestly, and I, I as you know. Yeah i'm not somebody that particularly enjoys going to nfl games i really wish i could be there for this one yeah
0: yeah no that's you make a great point you make a great point all right since the staff is doing the consensus thing loretto through the super chat here uh is it safe to or it's safe to assume that coaches and gms will miss out on their guy do we spread blame when things don't work and how long can that formula work
1: yeah, you can. Um, there, there is, The buck ultimately stops with Brad Holmes, though, and he's aware of that. And he has made comments not strongly in that direction, but you can certainly read into it if you want to. And mm-hmm. I do. So I will choose to, to interpret it that way, that he understands that he does make the final decision, but he wants to make the best and most informed decision that he can. But the buck does stop with him. He's aware of that.
0: And I'll, I'll tell you, there's an investment that the team's made in six-year contracts with Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell in that yeah. we know there's going to be learning along the way. It's first-time head coach, right? First-time GM, mm-hmm. we understand that. But there's a system here, and there's, there's something in a management theory that's relatively new. I'm going to say relatively because in practice it's not been uh, executed a whole lot. As we've talked about in the off-season, the whole idea of servant leadership. You guys, you get me going uh, all the time, right, <laughs> on this stuff. But that's what this is all about. Will the blame be spread? There won't be blame. The idea is fail fast, move on, learn from what you did, and don't do it again. Learn from it, right? Don't make the same dumb mistake. Don't do what
1: Patricia did, right? How how many times do we hear Dan Campbell up front when he's talking about the young guys? He's like, they're going to make mistakes. As long as they don't make the same mistake twice, it's good. That means that they're learning. That means they're, they're progressing. That's what we were talking about with the secondary. They're gonna they're gonna get their ass kicked at times. Yep. Learn from it. Don't don't wallow in it. Don't punish them for not having it. Get them to be better. That's yeah. that's 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 Dan Campbell's exactly mantra. It. That's Ex- why I, that's why I think he's going to work as a coach. I really do. You all accept
0: it as a coach. You called the play right as a as a as a uh, position coach. You put the players in the position and train them to do what they did as a player. You did the wrong thing for what you were supposed to. You own your part of it. But you don't find blame. You find the part that you own and you fix what you own and together you will be better in the future. When you yes. find a scapegoat, when you find a person to blame it on and you're like, God, I don't got away with that one. Who's better for that? Nobody's better for that. And that's the mentality here. It's not about blame. It's about everybody carrying everybody else forward. And that's this, the servant leadership thing is is, is a tricky thing because it's different. how you think it's a different way of thinking it's a different approach and the fact that i see it from sheila on down is what gives me the most hope because when a smaller group within a larger organization tries to do this people outside just love to take advantage of that they love to find the group that's willing to saddle quote unquote the blame and move and then they can they can pawn it off on somebody and move forward but this is this is some of the best work you'll see yeah, measure.
1: it is. Um, and if, if you want to see how it's done the other way, look at the Texans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, next topic. TJ Hawkinson takes it to a whole nother level. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you take this. Hawk had a good All gear. Right. I think he needs better than
1: that. But I'll let you All make right. your point first. So 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 I'll, I'll, I'll I will summarize briefly with this. In his first two years, he caught 99 passes for 1,090 yards and eight touchdowns in a 17 game season. With Goff as his quarterback, who thrives on on throwing the type of routes and and you know distances that, that Hawk is good. He can do that in one year. And I would love to see it because that means that he has made that next step. He's up there with Kelsey and with with um George Kittle. Um and, and as one of the top top two, three tight ends in the league and one of the legit weapons. Uh, that means he's a legit alpha receiver. Um, he's close to that right now. He can certainly make it, but he isn't quite there yet. If he does that, well, my God, that 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 just sets them up. Because then when they do get, and maybe, maybe Tyrell Williams is that guy, maybe Amon Ra is that guy. They could be. Um, I wouldn't cross my fingers on it right away, but they, it could happen. Then it makes life so much easier because then you've got a guy who impacts defenses. And right now, Hawkinson is close to that. But if he can take that next step in his third year, then uh, – that sets up the offense really nice going forward.
0: It's important that he does because he is the number one receiver. I, yeah. I, then this is where I'm saying Hawkinson needs more than a thousand yards this year and 99 catches, which is what he had, right? hundred thousand. Yeah. yeah. 90,
1: 99 catches for 99. 1090 yards yeah. in his first two years. That's in 28 games. I believe it is 26 I'm, games.
0: I'm asking a lot guys. And I know this is going to sound crazy, Hawkinson, if you want to see the team really kind of start to be competitive, you want to see those five, six, seven wins. Hawkinson is going to
1: need fifteen hundred yards. He's going to. That's that's where I'm at. I mean that that's that's the NFL well, again. Yards per game. That's that's what hundred and two something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. No, not quite. That's like ninety eight. Um, I'm terrible at math. I'm just guesstimating here. But um, that that would be an NFL record because I think the NFL record is 1,412, I want to
0: say. No, no. But you get an extra game, buddy. (laughs) It's easy now.
1: Yeah, we do. do. (laughs)
0: Add on another whatever that is. He is going to be the guy. All right. We're going to move on to the next one. Really quick, I want to say we activated YouTube memberships. People ask for a way other than Patreon to get into the Slack chat. Yeah. You can Mm -hmm. hit the join button underneath the videos now that's popped up. Uh, you, you, it's it's it. whatever it is, you know. I don't know. YouTube memberships, you get oh, in. You yeah. get emojis in the chat. You get a badge for the longer you stay, the better badges you get. You get access to the Patreon Slack chat uh, and hang out with the most intelligent chat on the internet. All that kind of stuff. It gives people another way. I, people were asking, so so that. And, and YouTube wouldn't leave me alone. So there you go. That's out there. If you want to take part in it, uh do that membership thing and you can you can get access yeah. to all those great things. All right. Um next one is forcing teams to beat them instead of the Lions just losing. God <laughs> 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 this is this is just like cold cold reality. This is cold reality. The,
1: the, you know this is a Lions fan. You know this from, from watching sports. There's a difference between getting beaten and losing the lions of recent times have lost. They haven't been beaten by the other team as much as they've lost the game on their own volition. If, if there's a San Francisco, San Francisco has more talent than you. There's no shame in losing to them if they beat you and you gave your best, but if you don't give your best, if you throw two turnovers, if you, if it's third and seven, and you throw every pass five yards, and wonder why Quintez Cephas can't break a tackle, um, <laughs> that—that's—that's that's the kind of stuff that, that Dan Campbell needs to needs to stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> That's sure. that's you can't. If it's fourth and one at the thirty the opposing thirty-two yard line, go for it. Don't kick the goddamn field goal. Don't punt from the other side of the fifty-yard line. Mm. If you're in enemy territory, don't punt jack fox no. is awesome he, he that's not a indictment on him you that short to
0: win the game he can't punt that short
1: <laughs> exactly it's not playing to his strength he needs 80 yards to get his full full complement of distance there the, the the lions under patricia lost games because they weren't smart enough or didn't do aggressive things enough well mm-hmm. right if if you if i i know detroit well enough to know this if they go balls out and play their best and they lose because the other team has more talent, people will, they'll be, they'll be frustrated by the losses, but they will understand it, They will not tolerate bad play. They will not tolerate just to go to the Pistons for a second, playing Mason Plumley 35 minutes and watching him throw three passes into the seats. That's, that's the kind of stuff that the Lions can't do. That's why Mason Plumley's gone now um, for the Pistons. And that's why they're better for it the the pistons did some things last year where they lost games um, and they're, they're probably more relatively talented than the lions are now, i don't want to see this team lose games i want to see them get beaten i'm going if it, if they're going to if they're going to take an l i want it to be because the other team played well enough to earn it i don't want it to be because detroit didn't play well enough to make them earn it does that make sense
0: yeah no absolutely absolutely okay. it does and i think um, a lot of people I've seen compare this this year's Lions to last year's Pistons, right? Yeah, and you're going to see some of time. those mistakes. <laughs> you're going to see some of those things happen. That's okay. It's going to be a heck of a lot of fun to watch, and you're going to be able to see some great growth. If you thought, and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna make a wild prediction, a wild, and you guys mm. come March next year, you can you can rub my nose in it. I don't care. I'm, I've been wrong before. I'm, I'm willing to be wrong again. I think you're going to see a wild uh, off season out of brad holmes that of of moves that you absolutely do not expect i'm telling you i think that this is going to be a and it's going to be a lot like the pistons off season it's going to be a a, a just just nuts right and 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 positive nuts like like these nuts right i mean it's going to be awesome
1: (laughs) you almost did the these i did it i did it (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh crap oh man so yeah no that's what we're after is to see other teams actually have to beat this team. right
1: and and i'll say this uh, i'll go back to the texans um back when they started to get good that was one of the things that that gary kubiak as our coach stressed was like we're gonna give it our best if the other team is better than us that's an indication to our front office that, that they have to get us to be better. That's an indication that as a coach, I have to do a better job of preparing my players to be their best. Yep. Um, it, it's not an indictment on, you know, the, the talent. This, this, te- this Detroit team, in terms of overall talent, is not in the top 20 in the NFL. I hate to say it, but that there's not. Um, certainly not at the beginning of the season anyways. Nope. nope. But they can still compete. They can still and if they're playing hard, if they make things happen, like we talked about with you know a running game, getting getting the eighteen play seventy five yard drives, to the, and and get a couple of you know plus two in the turnover department, they're gonna win some games. It's um, m- probably more than I think they are. It's
0: <laughs> opening day, Riz. It's still all possible. I mean, anything is possible. A- it is. and it this really is, is. How many years? And, and I'm not saying, folks, don't don't go crazy here. But how many years is there a team that suddenly surprises the crap out of everyone? The Lions are kind of in that spot. You know what I mean? Where? And I'm not they saying they're be. going to right. I'm not they saying that this is, is a prediction. But they're one of those teams that everyone's like, okay, this is just a rebuild year, and they just blow up all of a sudden, and they they get close to a playoff run, or they. Get, I don't think that would be helpful hopeful for them draft-wise and all that kind of stuff. But, man, the excitement around that would be pretty crazy to see them do something like that and say, holy cow, with what uh, Brad Holmes had to work with in this offseason. If they go, you know, eight and nine, right? And, again, I'm I'm talking crazy talk here, so please don't think I'm I'm, I'm suddenly taking up heroin or anything. Let's just say, if they go eight and nine, that tells me that Brad Holmes probably has the brains to be able to deal with that draft pick that he gets for going eight and nine. That's, I would agree. And that's the thing that I think we can we can kind of rest on if they do well. No, no more sucking for anybody, right? No more, oh, if we get a lose, we're going to better. This is the thing where we want to see what this front office has. And where we finish is where we're at. What we expect is not that story. But if we get yeah. to that story, that's great on a million different levels, man. That is great on a million different levels.
1: If he can get me the safety from Notre Dame Who made that phenomenal interception last week If he can get him at 8 or 18 I don't care, give me that guy
0: Yeah, yeah <laughs> uh, Newbie, did, newbie
1: did you, did you see that play? Yeah. Oh my god The range <laughs> The instincts The the wherewithal to abandon the backside coverage To go make that Oh my god yeah. that, that was that was Ed Reed
0: Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> that, it, You're absolutely right absolutely. Was Give me that, that. Yep. Give me that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta say hey to newbie, newbie uh, Niners in the building. It's like what? And then he wishes us good luck on Sunday. Thanks, newbie, newbie. Good, good for you, yeah. buddy. Good, good to see you in yep. here and be well, no,
1: We have, we have no guy. hate for the opponents here except for maybe Green Bay and possibly Minnesota. And a lot of people hate Chicago. I don't. I don't hate Chicago. I,
0: and, and we can hate the Rams together. <laughs> there you go. Yes, yes, uh, yes, we yes, all yes. want them to get the first pick overall. <laughs> All right. So there it is. That's oh the six benchmarks to watch. Again, not just at the beginning of the season. Those are things we'll roll up and we'll we'll, we'll do our best to remember them. I mean, we're both a little bit addled with uh um different forms of alcohol induced dementia at times, but uh we will try to remember those at the end of the year and go back to them and take a look at things. How things are going. How they did and how well these benchmarks stood up uh at yeah. the end of the year. So we'll get that done. Got a a couple of quick things still that we're going to hit on but quick fanatics. uh Detroit Lions. Podcast.com, fanatics.detroitlionspodcast.com. Get all of your licensed NFL, college, NBA, whatever memorabilia. It's all available there. It's the same price as you would pay. They just give us a little bit of a kickback. Uh, so go to fanatics.detroitlionspodcast.com. Help the show out by getting yourself some sweet swag and doing something you're going to do anyway. It's exactly the same at amazon.detroitlionspodcast.com. If you head over there, they give us a little kickback. Oh, there's our Fanatics guy right there. Fanatic,
1: Fanatics purchased from my daughter for her 13th birthday yesterday. She nice. got her favorite. She's a avid basketball player, a WNBA fan. She got Atlanta LaDonna.
0: There you go. Hershey. There you go.
1: From Fa-
0: Fanatics. Yep. Fanatics. Amazon.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Amazon. Subscribe or use those to get something that you're going to get and help the podcast by doing something you're going to do anyway. There you are. You get something. We try to do it so you get something out of it every time. All right. The next one is a little bit of a downer, so uh, let's buckle up. your membership while we're while we're down um deandre swift allegations boy oh boy oh my god this one i hate this riz i hate this between decker news today and this i'm just like what it's opening day man we're supposed to be happy we're supposed to have a hot dog a beer maybe i don't know these nuts whatever i mean it's supposed supposed to be a good happy day what's going on with this um
1: so so hmm. d- d- do you have the info on in front of you of what he's what 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 re- reddit specifically is where this brewed up from yeah, yeah. um from what i understand
0: i have the philly police statement in front of me
1: okay read that please
0: okay the philadelphia police department is aware that an image showing law enforcement sensitive information has been posted on multiple social media networks we cannot comment on the contents as they pertain to ongoing criminal investigations however the PPD has opened an internal investigation into the validity of the image. If the image is found to be authentic, the department will work to identify the person or persons responsible for its release and will seek appropriate action. Period. And in other words,
1: th- that's a whole lot of saying we don't know what's going on yet.
0: <laughs> we don't know and then we're going to find out who released it if it's All real. Right. right so
1: so my understanding and, and this the, again i i have no firsthand knowledge on this. this is this is what i've gathered from reddit and from twitter and from from somebody that i talked to who thought, thought that it was absolute craziness um, apparently, there was an anonymous tip placed to the, I guess it is the Philadelphia Police Department, isn't it? Yep. Where, where Swift is from, that he was involved in a, I don't even remember the crime, uh, but it's not a good crime that you would ever want to be affiliated with. Um, <laughs> I don't know how many and, there
0: are that are good. <laughs>
1: um, and and my understanding is that the police department has not investigated it yet. Um, and will only open the investigation but, but the, the anonymous tip is something that they have to take seriously and in the context of it being an anonymous tip
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I'm not gonna worry about it until I have to
0: <laughs> Do I have to get a McGruff crime dog drive
1: by the way can I say this yeah. um, I was told specifically by my editors at USA today that I cannot write about this because it's all hearsay there's there's no validity there's no there's not enough um, proven background for us to go out and write about it. So, uh, we did it, (laughs) read (laughs) it. There
0: you go. Yeah. Um, so we'll see where it's at. Look, these, this kind of stuff is horrible. I hate, you know, remember the Patricia alligate. You you can hate Patricia all you want. Absolutely. There's two things about him that I, I will always kind of have respect for him. Number one, he was the inspiration for all of our St. Jude work and all the stuff. Yes, he was. And yes, um, was. it was because he was a really classic, And he, there. he
1: was sincerely passionate about that. Yep. He absolutely was.
0: Yep. As much as I don't like him about football, he he got us started on that and, and, and inspired, yep. you know, things to get started there. Um, the other thing was that story that came out about him when he first started. And they tried to pull that crap on Campbell this time again. And, and yep. I, I'm about. I'm about sick of that that crappy paper I might but, have
1: come from the same person. Mm-hmm. Just just saying.
0: But um, that's just inexcusable. That didn't further the story. There was no additional information. That was just, it's like suddenly like uh, having a headline today: JFK assassinated, and and, and having the same information in it. it. It's meaningless. It's meaningless. This kind of stuff. I, I like now with 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 Swift this is assassin kind of stuff if it's if it's obviously if it's true right <laughs> wow that's that's it's, it's terrible I'm, if, I'm, if, I'm...
1: if it is indeed true we will deal with it in the appropriate manner that it deserves um and it based on the I, I so as you know chris i'm not a big fan of memes i can't stand the meme wars it's just not it's just not something that i give a crap about but the one where where OJ Simpson is probably drafting Deandre Swift in his, in his fantasy draft was pretty damn funny.
0: <laughs> it was good. <laughs> hey, have you seen the disappointed Chris meme in the Slack?
1: I have. <laughs> it's, I, I, I hope I never get that look. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so
0: funny. Those guys crack me up. Um, yeah, no, it's um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. These are allegations they are not true as allegations. They have not been proven. We'll see how this plays out. If this is fake, this is the, this this I hate I, I i I wish to drag these nuts across your grave if you're the person that puts this kind of stuff out about people because this this is assassination of a character. This is the destruction of something that somebody's worked hard for for the whole I mean, all their life. If I can
1: pull up the message that I got on, it. yeah.
0: it's it's just so damn frustrating. I absolutely hate that crap. Um, be honest media and be honest. Just 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 be honest. There you go. All right, last one. I saw a story over at um uh, this other this this other Lions Wire. Uh, Jared Goff talks about the Lions game plan against the 49ers. Now, this is a pretty good game plan. Um you gotta beat them right? <laughs> beat them with the run uh, I saw that and uh what was the other piece here that was really
1: good Avoid oh third yeah. and long Avoid, so, they yeah, can't, yeah. so they can't bend their ears back and come at you because they got some dudes yeah and yeah. in Wisco speak yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's
0: always different with a new coordinator, right but you gotta think it can,
1: that. yeah it, it, yeah and he did say that too um yeah. this is um these these are the quote pieces where, you try to take something interesting because Jared Goff, God bless him. And part of the problem is he gets asked the same questions every freaking time. Mm -hmm. And that, that annoys me. Um, And, and as I've acknowledged, I'm not a good interviewer. So I'm I'm not someone that particularly likes to ask questions. But guys find, find something different. Um, Credit to Justin Rogers for asking X's and O's football questions to everybody, not just Jared Goff. Thank you, Justin. We love you. Oh, God.
0: Always <laughs> credit Justin Rogers and decry the rest. If it, 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 Justin Rogers no. is the gold standard no. for journalism in Detroit right now. He doesn't. And, and there's other writers that can do a great job, and I've seen do a great job, but he no. doesn't devolve into that space. And you know the space I'm talking about, Riz. No. He no. just does a good job consistently day in and day he out does. and talking to him. He tells his editor to piss off. <laughs> tell him to pound sand. He, I'm not doing has, that. He has
1: done that. I, and I, I love the fact that when I do get into that area that you're talking about, he will bust my balls about it. Yeah. I, I, I respect that. I, I need that. <laughs> I, if I don't get the negative reinforcement, I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. You know, like yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> thank you. So thank you for that, Justin. I, I got to give Eric Woodyard from ESPN also has asked some very good football self. questions. Yep, yep. I like that guy a lot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Woodyard is awesome. Woodyard is, is yeah, such a it's such an improvement over what Real they had. Guys. Real such good guys. Real good guys. Such an improvement over what they had. Um and yeah. and I know there were some people that were uptight about well, us calling them out but i'm just eh, telling you that's
1: all good it's all it's, good we're, we're happy to have eric just as, as we're happy to have the new coaching staff in place of the old one sometimes okay. change is good
0: okay you're stopping me i take it i'll take i'll take the hint risk thing yeah,
1: we're, 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 <laughs> on, on to the next one move on, move on to on. the next one all right the, the, the only jay-z song i know <laughs> On to the next one.
0: all right that was it that was all of them hit the youtube oh, memberships you be the first one <laughs> they made you guys asked for it i just did it because you told me to i'm I'm just I'm your servant. Uh cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com, fanatics.detroitlionspodcast.com, amazon.detroitlionspodcast.com, detroitlionspodcast.com/store get some great shirts, get some of that money go into Fisher House. Let's get the VA set up in Detroit with the Fisher House. Thank you all. Get ready for football. It is football night. Opening day Cowboys against Dem Dare Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And uh, we're going to see a lot of fun. Thank you all for tuning in tonight Riz. Thank you my brother. And let me say, remember, don't forget about us on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. If you don't want to be a member on the YouTube, you can get over to the Patreon and and, uh, get access to the Slack there. It's the most intelligent Lions chat on the internet. You will absolutely love it. You will be with smart people who aren't there to demean you on a human scale and will intelligently discuss Lions with you year round. It's the best group of people I found to hang out with. It really is. Riz and I are there all the time. You can hang out with us. It's a lot of fun. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at DET Lions Podcast. Give us that follow, DET Lions Podcast, and that guy over there, Jeff Rizden at Jeff Rizden. Give him a follow. He's he's worth a thing or two. He might write something every now and then that's worth reading. Uh, give us a call via uh, Skype, Detroit Lions Podcast.com. Detroit Lions Podcast.com, or on the Lions line, 929 33 Lions, 929 335 4667. And be sure to go to Detroit Lions com. Subscribe to the podcast so we. We can do what?
1: We can can come into your ear holes
0: automatically. Yes. And we're sorry for not taking calls. We were going to take calls, but we ran way longer than we thought. We we did. We did. We do that. I don't know. (laughs) But thank you for tuning in. We're going to see you next time with the Detroit Lions podcast. Remember, no pants, no toasters, no hot tubs, no problems, because we are your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection.